Hi, and welcome back to the Anti-Social Social Podcast. My name is Amanda. My name is Mars. And I'm Preston. And we also have Nick, who is our in-studio director today. And so in the last two episodes of the podcast, we went through um, how the social media models like Instagram and Twitter were broken down. And we also talked about how social media affected Gen Z, which is the internet generation, um, how it affects us mentally. And so I thought for this episode, we can kind of go into how we can use social media in a more healthy way, because obviously we're kind of attached to social media at this point. If we're not going to get away from it, we might as well learn how to be more healthy when we're using it. I know for me, um, definitely self-esteem has been a big issue for me, um, as well as, you know, heightened anxiety and depression sometimes, you know, when you're exposed to like really negative news on social media. But I wanted to see um, what the both of you thought as well. Yeah, I know for sure, like, you know, back once COVID first started, for me, it was kind of tough. Um, I, you know, for me, I don't really have an issue like being in my house by myself and stuff like that. I'm, I'm kind of introverted in that way. So that wasn't a big deal, but kind of just like seeing all the bad news pop up on Twitter or, you know, whatever social media that you use, it kind of got tough there for a while, just seeing nothing but bad news. And I kind of fell into like a little depression, you know, when we were having the protests for, you know, the George Floyd incident and stuff like that, it kind of fell like into a little depression, uh, just seeing all the bad stuff constantly, whether it be even on the news or even on social media where you're seeing the clip and all that stuff. I would agree with that during the Black Lives Matter protests. Obviously, it's everywhere online. Seeing a lot of that um, really made me feel helpless. Like, I'm seeing all of this and I want to do something about it, but like, I'm physically unable to do anything about it except scroll on and look at it and maybe share it online. But in my head, I'm like, what? Is that actually going to do if I just share it online? Yeah. So definitely helpless in that way. And that was a really bad thing for my mental health. And another thing I would say is the comparison thing. Like seeing people out there in the world doing things that I'm unable to do in that moment definitely takes a bad toll on me. Yeah, I totally agree with the both of you. I think that summer, I mean this summer when that whole Black Lives Matter movement thing, like it took a big hit on me because, you know, I um, do social media as my job. And so having to cover news and all that, you know, you are basically directly exposed to that. And it's not like you can look away because you have to cover it. I'm going to toss back to um, episode two for a second. We did talk about um, cancel culture, doom scrolling, um, how we compare ourselves to others and we set high expectations of ourselves. And so um, for this episode, I went and researched some like um, tips on how to kind of use social media more healthily because obviously we're all avid social media users and I don't think we're going to be getting away from that anytime soon. So might as well, we try to use it a bit more healthily. Mind Hand Heart, which is an organization at MIT, released a bunch of tips about how to use it more healthily. I picked out a few that we could kind of go through because I thought like these were the most important. So let's start. So number one, they said to live in the moment and remember that, you know, this is real life. Obviously, sometimes when we use social media, I think we can kind of get too engrossed in wanting to curate this kind of perfect life of ourselves. And so they tell us to remember to enjoy the moment, you know, while we're taking pictures of food or sunsets on that kind of thing, you know, remember to also enjoy it for yourself. They also highlighted that it was really important for you to spend time um, with your family and friends and your loved ones off of social media. So what do you guys think about that? I totally agree. I think staying present is really important. And I actually did a small little personal experience. 
for that, yeah, about a couple months ago, I took a break from social media. So I deactivated my Instagram. I didn't go on Facebook. I like deleted all of that off my phone so I couldn't go on it. And I was just chilling for a month and it was great. <laughs> and I didn't have any kind of stress on like, what are people thinking if I post this or do I have to be keeping up with something else? And that's where like FOMO comes in because if you're consuming content all the time, you kind of get like this FOMO like, oh, I'm missing out. I have to like say something about this or I have to be knowledgeable on something that's going on. But without social media, it's just you really have a peace of mind. And um, maybe some people will say that I'm choosing to be less informed on what's going on in the, wor in the world. But if it's really, truly important, someone in your life will tell you about it. That is what I think. All the other fluff that's going on on social media is just not in my brain. And that just helps me to be like really at peace with myself and very much present in the moment. I'm not thinking of posting anything when I'm eating something or when I'm hanging out with people. I'm just like with people fully. Yeah, I know this past summer took kind of a, a week and just went to the, the mountains in Colorado and stayed in a cabin where I didn't have any service. So that, that was kind of nice, just like detox. Uh, from social media, really, because you have no way of of getting a hold of anyone. I mean, we had a little cell service, but not much. So that was nice to like get away from everything and not, you know, sit there and just scroll on my phone for hours and hours, just seeing things that that are happening. So that, that's kind of the things I do. That are like she said, delete Facebook. Really, Facebook's the one that that gets to me. I, I just delete that and sometimes just get away from it. Those are kind of some of the things that, that I use to just get away from, from social media. Mm -hmm. And I did want to add that I guess we feel the need to know what people are doing in our lives, especially like friends and family that we want to keep up with. But sometimes for the sake of your own mental health, it's better to just like step back and yeah. instead of knowing what other people are doing, know more of what you want to do with your time, your present moment. That makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, of course, you know, for some of us who kind of can't get off social media, you know, don't have the courage to take that step, you know, you can always set time limits for yourself, um, you know, set like spend like 10 minutes on social media and then get back to whatever you're doing. So that way, like you're not doom scrolling and you're not like putting yourself into this echo chamber of just social media, social media, social media. Okay, so let's go into the second tip they have, which um, touches on how we like to compare ourselves to others on social media. So one thing they said was to link instead of compare, where you make genuine connection with those online, you know, like you remember that you can use social media to connect with others, like friends from um, faraway places, um, family members and all that. What, what do you guys think about that? You said link, not compare. Yes, link instead of compare. Link instead of compare. Example? I mean, <laughs> yeah, pretty much just kind of like, you know, try to make that connection with that person instead of comparing yourself like, oh, she's better than me. Maybe talk to that person and kind of use that person to inspire yourself and motivate yourself to do better. I guess it would kind of be like if someone posted something that they worked on, you know, here at UCO and it got a certain amount of retweets and maybe you don't have those followers or, uh, you know, the audience that they might and your, your tweet only gets, you know, a certain amount of retweets reach out to that person and see kind of what they're doing to get those retweets. Maybe it's, they just follow, you know, twice as many people as you follow. So that, that in turn gets them twice as many followers as you, I mean, stuff like that. I know, you know, you, you see people, you know, winning awards and, and stuff like that here in the U Central Media Department. And while that, that's good for them, it kind of, maybe if you're not getting that type of attention, it might not be good for you mentally to see all this stuff on, social media uh, and kind of comparing yourself to them when in reality you aren't them 
you're you're not going to be them and you need to find your own like thing that gets you going to to get up step up your game or, or something like that yeah i agree i think finding your own thing is definitely important to stop comparison so let's say like I'm looking at someone else with X amount of achievements and I'm like, oh, I wish I could be that, you know, but at the end of the day, that's their achievements and that's that may not be my niche. So why compare yourself to someone else whose end goal is different from yours? Yeah. Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah. yeah. And I think yes, yes. collaboration would also be a really big thing that, you know, we could focus more on. So instead of trying to tear someone else down or not tearing them down, just instead of looking down on your own achievements, maybe try to push yourself up by trying to collaborate with others. So if this person has something that, you know, you admire, maybe reach out to them and be like, hey, do you want to work on this project together? You know, yeah. and chances are that person would say yes if it's in a similar field. Yeah, no, and what I've learned from like the industry that, that we're going into, all of us, is that more than likely, if you just ask one of these people, they'll be more than welcome to help you out and, you know, maybe come on to your podcast or do just like a segment or something uh, with your even show you how they do it so I, I think it's just more so you just need to ask them and get comfortable with asking for help and trying to figure out how to um better your brand uh, mm -hmm. so to say yeah i think we should be more open to using social media as a learning experience and a social like actual social experience <laughs> instead of just a comparison yeah. engine of sorts because that's yes, what it's yes. become actually but that's wasn't the original goal of social media. I yeah. And I think this kind of links into the next tip that uh, MIT has for us, which is to follow accounts that bring you joy, you know, kind of marry condo the situation, toss out the accounts that you don't enjoy. And, you know, follow creators um, that, you know, inspire you, follow friends that are there for you, that kind of thing. And like really be selective in who you follow. I know for a fact that when I was younger, I used to follow a lot of like models on Instagram because you're like, whoa, their bodies are so cool and stuff. And then like, you know, that took like a big hit on my self-esteem when I was in high school and all that. And I remember, I think maybe one, two years back, um, I was like going through who I was following and I was like, oh, I didn't realize that you followed these accounts and I just did a cleanse, unfollowed all those kind of accounts it's kind of like to make my like feed a safe space for myself so yeah. what do you guys what do you guys think 100 percent agree with that i also did the same thing with like facebook recently so i somehow have over 2,000 friends on Facebook. Don't know how that happens, but so whenever I go on Facebook, it's like this like trash feed of just people I don't know posting things I don't know. I'm like, why am I looking at all this stuff? And I guess a lot of people may not realize it, but everything you look at on social media, even if you don't like consciously take the time to process it, it still leaves a mark in your brain and it still affects you mentally. Like you will still compare yourself to strangers who are doing things that are not even related to you, which is just there's no need for that. So yeah, I went on a cleanse. I basically unfriended all the people that I either don't know or don't talk to anymore, are not in my life anymore. And I do feel like my quality of my feed, I guess, has been improved because the things that I see are things that I choose to see, not mindlessly consuming things. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. I, I kind of did the same thing with like my Twitter followers. I had like a bunch of people that I had fol followed since, you know, high school, junior high and stuff like that since I had my Twitter and just went through and just kind of basically all I follow now is just like sports accounts that give out sports news or, you know, like sports anchors, uh, sports personalities and stuff like that. And it's a lot less just junk on my on my timeline timeline and more of stuff that I want to see and news that I want to get. And I do think um, we should all follow people like the accounts that we follow 
should be either in humor or inspiration. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like either mm -hmm. it's gonna bring you it's gonna bring you laughter and a smile on your face, which is what we all need, or it's gonna inspire you to do whatever that you're trying to do, like your goals and your work and career and things like that. But if it's accounts that you're following just for just for the sake of following, yeah. you know, like something looks mm -hmm. cool but there's no actual purpose to it, then I don't think that's the best thing to follow. That's just my yeah. opinion on like accounts on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook in general. No, I totally agree. I think, you know, if you want to use social media, you're putting yourself in that zone of seeing all these things. You might as well make it desirable to look at and positive to look at since you're facing it like what almost every day. So I'm going to go into the next point. They suggest for us to start your day intentionally. And what this means is you don't, first thing you do when you wake up, don't open social media, you know start your day meditating you know praying stretching that kind of thing so that you know you start on a positive note because obviously if you open up your social media and the first thing you see is bad news you know that's going to either directly or indirectly kind of affect your mood and how your day would go so i think that's that's a habit that i'm gonna have to break like pretty badly because for me first thing when i do when i wake up open twitter so <laughs> what about you guys oh i know you 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 use twitter a lot yeah, no, I mean, it's either that or I, I open up my email and see, you know, what I've been emailed. But then definitely it's either Twitter or my email or the two first apps that I open up just to check. And I am pretty bad about that. Uh, so that's, that is something that I need to, to clean up there because, yeah, I, I'm just enamored by Twitter and everything like that. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to do that this semester. So I won't say I have succeeded completely because I do still wake up and check my email. Actually, the reason I check my email is because I want to know if any class got canceled. Yeah. That's <laughs> facts. Yes. Okay. Check the UCO email. And <laughs> yes, then if you're going to keep it real. That's the reason why I check emails. But as far as social media goes, I don't check it um, until I've gotten like coffee or I've, I don't know, got breakfast or something, set my goals for the day and then check my phone. And that, that helps me. So highly recommend well um that is the end of episode three i just wanted to make uh make sure that i get this out there if you are struggling with your mental health um please go ahead and see professional help to get that because you know you don't want to struggle alone when it comes to these kind of things um but yeah that's the end of the episode uh thank you guys for uh listening in and we'll see you in the next one mm -hmm.